0: Hey guys, welcome to Best Friends Horror Story. I'm Christine. And I'm Julie. First off, we're going to talk about how we met. We've known each other for... Um, four, four years? Are you kidding me right now? You're terrible. <laughs> terrible. She's horrible. She doesn't get boxes for her leftovers. I don't. She's a terrible human I, being. I am. <laughs> Alright, no, we've known each other for much longer than four years, That's bitch. That's true. That's true much longer You're right I'm
1: terrible see that's the thing though I'm terrible with dates Mm-mm, not me no in, like I, summer well, of 2016 I know yeah. it was May you write everything down though I do I don't met Julie met Julie <laughs> so yeah we actually met I know how we met and yeah. I know where we met uh, we met at our friend Vicky's house mm-hmm. um, Christine and her boyfriend lived in the same apartment complex same
0: apartment complex and uh vicky was having a party and she invited us over we were her new friends julie had already been friends with her for a while so i was at this party and julie just busts in with this big dick energy and (laughs) and is like fuck shit up and and i was very timid in the corner like Who is this girl? I wasn't afraid of you until you started talking about hitting people.
1: (laughs) Right. Um, I actually um, was telling somebody a story about I used to work security at a bar and um, so I was telling a story about how I was at the bar one night and some guy, you know, pissed me off and I put him in an arm bar and then one time, some girl uh, started a fight. This is the a...
0: one that got me. <laughs> she
1: started a fight with me. For once in my life, uh, I was not the uh, the aggressor. The aggressor in this, but um, she started a fight with me, and um, I pretty much bounced her face off of the bar. Um, so yeah,
0: yeah, that was the one that got <laughs> me because you said that her jaw had to be wired shut. It
1: did, it and did. I was like. Be friends with this person, Christine. You don't want your jaw wired <laughs> shut. And, you know, the thing was, when I, when I first met Christine, I was like, wow, that girl, first of all, she's really pretty. Okay, so
0: <laughs> this is me hearing this for the first time because I don't know what how Julie perceived me. When we first met. I've never asked her this. Yeah, I actually... Because I've
1: never gotten married, and I've never had you give a speech at my wedding. That's true. <laughs> uh, for for anybody uh, wanting to know, Christine was my maid of honor at my wedding. Oh, yeah, I was. Um, I cried
0: in the Starbucks. She did.
1: <laughs> I really wish we would have gotten that on film. I wish you would have, too. I love seeing myself cry. Um, But I, I thought Christine was very was really pretty, and I was like, oh, fuck. Here's <laughs> another pretty girl she's gonna be a bitch you know because i mean i'm not terrible looking but i'm not like amazing either (laughs) but i was just like okay this girl's gonna be a bitch and then i like started talking to her and i was like holy shit she's actually really funny (laughs) and like you're you were really funny and you just had this really like Fun energy about you. And I didn't have big dick energy. I mean, fun energy? you had a fun energy. I don't know if if you had like big dick fun energy. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> or like, or what? Maybe it was like fun big dick energy. Okay. But uh, I'll, I'll deal with that. But I I did think that you were really funny, and I did think that uh, I always look for like pieces of myself and like people I'm gonna be friends with, mm-hmm. and I saw a lot of myself in you where. You know, you, you kind of, you had this kind of fucked up sense of humor. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yes, that <laughs> me and you are the same person because I, I have a really fucked up sense of humor and you kind of vibed with me on that. And yeah. I, I really, sometimes I think I'm a, I'm a lot. <laughs> so I scare a lot of people off when it comes to like being friends with me, I think, because I am so like, in your face. I don't sugarcoat shit. Like, yeah. I'm like, I'm real! <laughs> yeah, we have to warn
0: people about you. Yeah,
1: I ha- I have several friends that have to give people the Julie talk before I meet them because I am so blunt. Uh, yeah. But I-, I did. I thought you were really funny and I thought that, you know, I kind of knew instantly that you, that you and I were going to be friends. So, That's sweet. I know. Um,
0: which... <laughs> kind of leads me into my segue into our our next uh discussion point uh you self-described yourself as a lot when we were trying to come up with a name for this podcast uh we were in a red lobster just uh you know (laughs) fancy and free uh and we're discussing you know wanting to do a podcast together and um i was like what will we call it and then it got awkwardly silent
1: at a table in red <laughs> lobster. Yes, it did. It got
0: awkwardly silent. And then Which I was like never happens. With no, us. it no. does it's
1: never quiet. No.
0: Um, so it got awkwardly quiet, and then I was like, quick, how would you describe me? And and I was like, I know what I would describe you as, and I would describe Julia as a lot. And Maybe. I was like, How would you describe me? And she's like, fun. <laughs> I was like, okay, a lot of fun. That's going to be a great podcast name. Right. Not. Not. <laughs> so, uh we kind of uh have a similar we have similar interests, um but we're very 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 different. So, um we're two best friends. We both love American horror story. Mm-hmm. That's actually how we pretty much became friends was you started coming over to my house
1: to watch yeah. american horror story because yeah, we we don't have cable and we haven't had cable <laughs> in well, a very long the time. these days you don't really need to right. have cable because
0: literally everything is on netflix prime hulu For shout sure. out you want to give us uh, some you sponsorship. Want a to <laughs> uh anyways anyway everybody's got it yeah. um so yeah that was i had comcast and she didn't so she would come over to my house and you lived like half a mile away you were
1: very close. Yeah, I lived very maybe close. five minutes away. Yeah. This
0: is the furthest away we've ever lived from one another. Yes. We live like 15, 20 minutes, depending on traffic. Yeah. Uh, away from one another. And this is the furthest we've lived from mm-hmm. one another since we became friends. Mm-hmm. Which, I'm doing the math, it was back in 2013, I believe. Yeah. That we became friends. So yep. six years. Not you dumbass. Four
1: years. Sorry. <laughs> Jesus. Six years, my bad. Six years. Uh. Um, Yeah, so we decided we were going to do a podcast. Uh, Just basically, you know, like Christine said, the conversations that we had, if people could listen to the conversations that we have, mm-hmm. they would probably be like, first of all, these girls are fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> Second of all, they're kind of funny. <laughs> yeah,
0: kind of. So, I think we find ourselves more way funny more. than people will.
1: But, but you know, whatever. hey. But it's also about, you know, like, you all, you have that friend that you just can have a conversation about whatever with, and, like, it just, hilarious things happen. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Hilarity. (laughs) And and so I think that we all have that friend, and we kind of want to be those girls to you guys. We want you guys to listen to this, to laugh. To think those girls are fucking weird. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But also, you know, we're going to talk about a lot of different things. I am really big into, like, the paranormal, and I love horror movies and Halloween. And so we're going to talk about that. Christine's, you know, she's really into her dog. (laughs) Uh, Yes, she loves her dog, Freya.
0: Freya is the most magical beast. She is. She is a 110-pound blue Merle Great Dane. Her face looks like a Rorschach test. She's got spots everywhere, even on the roof of her mouth and the pads of her feet. Uh, She's fantastic. Uh, We will make sure to post lots of photos of her on our Instagram account, which is Instagram best friends horror story. Uh,
1: So yeah, anyways, let's just... uh... We're gonna move into one of my favorite things to talk about. And that's movies. Movies. But not just movies. They're horror movies. Well, horror I don't. Movies. I don't know if I would describe this first one we're going to talk about as a horror movie. I uh, think it's...
0: It got
1: me screaming at one point, oh, Jesus. which
0: isn't hard to do. No, it's not. <laughs> don't be gross.
1: <laughs> don't be gross.
0: Um, the first movie we're going to talk about is The Perfection. It stars Allison Williams, who was in Get Out, and Logan Browning, who was in Dear White People, who I've been obsessed with. Really? Ever since I watched Your White People. I love Logan Browning. Yeah. She's so
1: pretty. Yeah. Yeah. So pretty. This, so this movie, I will say for me, like, first of all... Spoilers. The, yes, alert. spoilers.
0: If you want to watch this without the spoilers, turn this off now. Or skip, And listen to it later.
1: Skip to a timestamp of some sort that I will insert in the show notes below. Um, but this, So this movie, I expected this movie to be something... And it turned out to be completely another thing. I was actually watching it. And then at one point, you know, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, this, this is going to be this, this crazy girl chopped off her hand. What is wrong with her? Mm -hmm. And then I, then the whole weird, sorry. uh, Also, I guess we should put this in there there is discussions of, of rape in this movie. Yeah, so. if you're triggered by that at all, this is not the movie for you. Yes, not at all. Um, there's a weird sort of rapey cult in this mm. movie, and it that I was not expecting. Yeah, no. Um, I was not expecting um, I was not expecting a lot in this movie. The, so, the let's, ending, yeah. yeah.
0: let's get back to the beginning. Yeah. So, um, what it is, is Logan Browning, uh, plays Elizabeth, Lizzie, who is a cellist. Yeah. Is she yes. a cellist? Yeah. Yeah. Um, she's a cellist, a world famous cellist. And then Lake Bell comes in the picture. You get the sense that her mom was sick and then died mm-hmm. and she has nothing to do anymore because she doesn't have to take care of her mom. And you find out she was a cellist at this very prestigious school. Um, so she goes to China to meet up with one of her old instructors. She ends up meeting Lizzie, who, um... Is his
1: new... Is his favorite. new prodigy. Yes.
0: And, um, they meet and are instantly like, oh my god, I'm such a fan of you. What are you talking about? I'm a fan of you. They you fangirl
1: know, over each other. Fangirl over hard. each other.
0: <laughs> and then they're going to, um basically judge a competition between three Chinese girls who are vying for a scholarship spot at this prestigious school. In, I believe it's Boston. Mm-hmm. Um, again, fictional. It doesn't exist. Um, well, it might, but it just... <laughs> it might. <laughs> it might. Who knows? Who's to say? This isn't a, a true story.
1: So... <clears throat> I would hope not. Yeah. I mean, vomiting out maggots is probably... Okay, get... You're out of context. <laughs> Anyways,
0: so... They end up judging this competition together, and there's this weird sexual tension the whole time. From the time that they meet to when they're judging this competition, it's just like this weird sexual tension. It's pretty heavy. So after the competition, they're kind of walking arm in arm and walking down these stairs, and there's this guy who just starts vomiting everywhere, and you're like, oh, okay, what's going on? Um, And then it starts to, the idea starts to get thrown around that he has a virus um, from somewhere in the south that he brought up with him that's airborne. And so they kind of get a little bit freaked out because um, Logan Browning's character was just down in that area. So she already has in her head that she's, you know, could possibly be sick. Mm -hmm. They end up sleeping together, uh, Lake Bell and Logan Browning's (laughs) (laughs) characters. They end up sleeping together, which, you know, more power to them. Uh, And then they wake up and one of them is like, I'm going on a uh, trip that's two or three weeks long. Uh, This is the most time off I've ever had. Um, It's Lizzie, Logan Browning's character. And she invites Allison Williams' character to come out with her on this three-week trip. And uh, so she says yes. And uh, they're both pretty hungover. And... uh, Logan Browning asks for some aspirin or ibuprofen and Alison Williams gives it to her and they end up getting bus tickets to get on this bus and all of a sudden Logan Browning's character starts getting really sick Mm -hmm. and like feeling just yeah and uh they get on a bus the bus regardless which if I was feeling like that I'd be like oh god I'm not
1: going nowhere no so, Especially a bus. Oh, Buses the bus. are the worst.
0: Well, and the reason she does that, I get it. She's been living first class like her whole
1: life. Right. She wants and so to. So she experience. wants to like
0: be with the people and
1: be down and... with the people in the bus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: like, girl, hey, I rode the bus when I was younger. It is not great.
1: No, I I actually I was a spoiled rotten asshole kid. My mom was a teacher, so I didn't have to ride. Cute. But, I, you know, I had to ride, like, public transportation for a really long time because I didn't have a car. And mm-hmm. I will tell you, it is the worst. <laughs> I hate yeah. it. I hate public transportation. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh. So, anyways, back to what I was saying. Sorry. No, you're fine. <laughs> uh. Basically, she starts getting sick on the bus, like, starts throwing up. And it's like they're begging the bus driver, pull over, pull over, pull over. So, finally, they get somebody who speaks English. To tell the bus driver to pull over because she's getting sick everywhere. Yeah. And so they finally stop the bus, and all this this is my favorite part. They stop the bus and she stands up and she's like, I can't move. And she's like, Why not? Come on, you're almost to the front of the bus. And she's like, if I move, I'm gonna shit myself. <laughs> and I'm like, girl been there we've all been there
1: you know <laughs> we we have
0: and I looked at my significant other and I was like that's me
1: no it's, it's honestly
0: like you have those moments that you're sweating and you're like if I move I'm going to shit my I'm <laughs> going to shit myself oh yeah and she's like she's like this huge argument ensues and Logan Browning is screaming I'm gonna shit myself I'm gonna shit myself and I think it like I was laughing the whole time and it was not meant to be funny. No. It was not meant to be funny. But, but just it, in my own experience yeah. of drinking coffee, taking my significant other to work, and then driving home in traffic, mm-hmm. like the clinching, there, I, there has never been a clinching. Yeah. So hard. Oh, yeah. Anyways. So <laughs> she ends up getting off the bus and it's like, poor Logan Browning,
1: just shitting everywhere. Yeah. Like, it's bad it's brutal and whoever did the uh the makeup effects for this movie good job good job you made logan browning
0: look sick oh yeah like like not like oh she's so sick but like
1: like, she looked oh she looked really bad honey
0: (laughs) honey anyways um so she gets back on the bus and everybody's looking at them like oh we just saw everything uh so it's embarrassing and um, then she starts throwing up again as the bus starts going, mm-hmm. and there's maggots and it just bugs in yeah, general. It's gross. They end up getting kicked off the bus, which honestly, rightfully so, right? Like, why didn't they get kicked off
1: the bus when she was shitting, shitting her brain, shitting her whole lot Oh, God,
0: so. I can't believe they let her back on the bus. I wouldn't
1: have. I would have been like, "Uh, no, girl, you can walk. (laughs) Like, (laughs) sorry, but you you really want to get down with the people? Like, you can walk down this road. Yeah. Oh, geez.
0: So she gets, you know, kicked off the bus and she's like, my brain is on fire. There's, you know, there's bugs in my arms. And it actually shows, you know, things under her skin. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Allison Williams is like, you know what you gotta do. And she hands her this giant knife. Uh, yeah, it's like a like a cleaver. It's a cleaver. I was like, Jesus Christ girl, where'd you pull that out <laughs> of? Oh, where'd you get that?
1: Where, where did you bring that?
0: Where you that? Like in Wonder Woman when her, her sword is like down her back and you're right? like, was that in your butt cheek? I think it was. Oh jeez. <laughs> Anyways, where have you been hiding that? So she hands her this knife and then all of a sudden she chops her hand off. And you're like, oh my God, it was because she was so jealous right. that she has the career that she never got. That is what you're thinking. That's what I thought. And that's what they show in all the previews. Right. And so I'm like, okay, it's been 42 minutes, movie over. Right. Okay, we're done. And then all of a sudden, it starts doing this fast rewind. Yeah. And you're like, oh, was it a dream? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Even my partner was like, it was a dream. Like, obviously it was a dream. She could to chop her hair off. It was a dream. And I'm like... Uh, I don't think so. Right. And so then it goes back and shows. Allison Williams did not give Logan Browning ibuprofen or aspirin. She dosed her. She dosed her with this medicine that will give you hallucinations, diarrhea, extreme fatigue, and having a bad or not a bad, a uh, very high temperature. So she <laughs> dosed her. And she kept taking them. Yeah. And so, because she's the one that took it, she's the one that cut her own hand off, Alison Williams couldn't get in trouble. Mm -hmm. But still, we don't really know the full extent of why.
1: Right. We don't know the why behind all of this. You know, you think it's the whole, you know, oh, she's jealous. You know, she wants her, that career. But not everything is as it seems. (laughs) No, 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 no.
0: So, uh... Logan Browning shows up to the school, her hands chopped off, Yeah, you know, it's and not a dream. when you're a cellist, uh, you gotta have your hands you gotta, to play. play. Like, at first I was like, oh, maybe she could, like, <laughs> have something tie tied to the Like I know you guys can't see me right now, but I just, she, I did the best she, impression that of, I could of a, of a handless person. <laughs>
1: playing the cello, cello.
0: And I'm sure that it there it is a possibility. Right. Like not saying right, you, can totally, without hands...
1: you could get like a, you know, like the robotic arms or, you know, yeah. like a prosthetic, but yeah. I mean in that moment she still doesn't really have anything right there No. So it's kind of... And
0: there's a lot of wrist motion that mm-hmm. goes into it. So I'm sure that she could, but it would be very hard. Yes. So she shows up to her old teacher's home. Uh, and tells him the sob story of what was going on, and you think that he's going to take pity on her when, in fact, he lets her stay for, like, a day. And then he's like, okay, you're out. Like, you're of no use to us anymore. And you're like, what? We thought these people were awesome. And turns out they're not. They kick her out, and she ends up going and uh, kidnapping yes. Allison Williams, tasing her, yeah, she, kidnapping she her. She tases
1: her. <laughs> I, I like... thought...
0: She put her boot on her mouth. I thought she was going to, like, stomp her. her. Yeah, I thought so, too. I was like, okay, no more teeth for Allison Williams. Uh, So, anyways, she shows up at the the teacher's home with Allison Williams in the trunk. And she's like, I brought the bitch.
1: (laughs) Yeah, she did. (laughs) And I was like,
0: oh, my God, you're amazing. Because I would totally say that. I brought the bitch. I'm going to say that the next time that you show up anywhere. I brought the bitch. I brought the bitch. Hi, it's me. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so I brought the bitch. And they bring her inside the school. They tie her up. And, um, or no. Did they tie her up? I don't remember. She was on the couch. She wakes up. Yeah. And, uh, then all of a sudden... She gets drugged. She wakes up. She's in this beautiful red dress. I thought it
1: was gorgeous. No, it was. It was really nice.
0: Beautiful red dress. And she's in the basement of the school, but it's a converted, cath- or not converted cathedral, converted uh, chapel. Yeah. Converted chapel. And it's supposed to have very, very good acoustics. So she... Doesn't it have perfect acoustics? Perfect
1: acoustics. Yes, that's right. Because when they're... They're talking about it and they're like, it has perfect acoustics. And I was yeah. like. Uh,
0: and only a okay. select
1: group, you know, select cellists get to play, their- play here. Yeah.
0: So um, this is where it gets very questionable. M. Night Shyamalanma Ding Dong. Yeah. Rapey. Yeah. So uh, I was not expecting this. And I know that my partner was not expecting this. Uh, it alludes to the fact that if you did not play perfectly in this perfectly acoustic, um space, you were punished. And you were punished by the instructors having their way with you. And it was very raw. mm mm-hmm watching it, I and they don't show anything. No. They just uh, do a very good job of alluding to the fact that that's what happened, and she was underage as well. Yes. So, yes. pedophile rape, if you're triggered by those things, not the movie for Yeah, you. definitely not. Um, I do not condone or agree with any of those things, and I was fully prepared to turn it off if they did anything other than allude to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I was like, <clears throat> finger on the remote like (laughs) ready to turn it off and all they did was allude to it so you got the gist of what it meant for allison williams character to be down there in this basement again like yeah her eyes told the story just said it all so she's down there in this beautiful dress and um he's her instructor says that if she doesn't play perfectly he's going to do what he did to her as a child to one of their new students So it was kind of um, either play perfectly or I'm going to accost this minor. Mm -hmm. And so she played. She did not play perfectly. She was terrified that he was going to do something to this new student. And he's like, what are you talking about? She doesn't deserve, you know, deserve that. She's barely even started here and all this stuff. And so he's like, but we are going to do it to you. And so they tie her down. And you just think the worst is going to happen. The entire time Logan Browning's character is watching and just, you know, devious as all hell, you think that um, Logan Browning's about to do something to Allison Williams that I will not speak about. Uh, it does involve the no-hand part of her body. And uh, she ends up having drugged the other teachers by putting something in their um Drinks. It does the, the very quick backwards rewinding thing again. And it shows her talking to Allison Williams when um, she tases her. She said, you know, you're right. What you said, uh, you said that you were trying to save me from this guy, you know, from what they did in at the school in the past. And so they come up with this plan to get him back. And they go on a killing spree. Yeah, it's crazy. A killing spree in the school. Um, they kill the main instructor's wife. They kill the two other instructors who used to help at, um, in the raping of the girls. And then also, her uh, students, I should say. Um, and then also, they catch the guy. Oh, but this was the part that just got me. When uh, they were fighting over the knife, the mm-hmm. instructor and Allison Williams, he plunges the knife into her forearm yeah. and rips and it rips across. It. it was
1: bad.
0: I screamed. I I screamed. I covered my eyes. Freya, my dog, the Great Dane, was like, what is going on? She was right next to me, and she jumped. <laughs> She's like, why is mom screaming? Um. So anyways... They end up somehow getting him. I don't think they showed it. But uh, anyways, so then it's this beautiful scene. Uh, Allison Williams had to have her arm amputated. So she had her r- r- right arm? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, she had her right arm. And uh, Logan Browning had her left arm. And they started playing
1: together. together. Using like using each other's arms each other's arms
0: it was really actually beautiful Mm -hmm. i thought it was really well
1: done i thought it was too um i will say that the imagery in this movie is really really it's very striking there's the color palette in it it's like the color contrast is Mm -hmm. crazy like the scenes when you know she's in the red dress and i mean she's very pale and so that lighting just mm-hmm. really makes her, like, almost... It, the contrast in it is crazy.
0: When actresses can hold tears in their eyes oh, for so long, right. I think that's a
1: rare talent. When you can just
0: hold right. those tears. And then
1: at the perfect moment, just... Teardrop. Just the single yeah. teardrop. <laughs> I feel like that's, like, the actress, like... Mount Everest. Like, if, yeah. you, if you can hold the tear, and then just one single tear drop. Yeah. You've made it. Not me, bitch. <laughs> no, you no. You are full face, ugly face crying.
0: I, <laughs> so, one of my friends got married a few years ago, and I don't know where it came from. My face contorted. I couldn't <laughs> stop it. Like, you know that when you're like, I'm about to cry, and you try to make a face to stop it? Mm-hmm. This was a face of nightmares. I, <laughs> and I was watching her walk down the aisle. She looked so beautiful and so pretty, and I was so happy for her that I felt myself start to cry. And I'm like, "Don't cry, she's gonna look at you." And then I just made this face, and it was that of nightmares. And I'm lucky she didn't look at me. I am lucky <laughs> that she didn't look at me. Otherwise, she would have been like, "Ew, what's wrong
1: with what's you?" Wrong with you? <laughs>
0: I don't know. I just, I get overcome with emotion. You do. And I make faces to try and stop it. And it's no use because I'm going to cry anyways. I know. I, I am not a single tear. No. I am, like, falling off the eyelashes on both sides, just... <sighs> um,
1: but yeah, no, this movie, I thought that this movie was a really good example of how to do a twist- right God. because that's the problem that i find with most horror movies at least modern horror movies that try and throw a twist in is they don't do it in the correct way and this movie had that whole like you know you think it's something else you think it's something else and then when you find out what it actually is you're like i what <laughs> <laughs> i i didn't see that coming a mile away and i I mean, the acting in this movie was really good. The cinematography was good. I mean, this was just a really tight movie. And I don't know if I'd necessarily call it a horror movie. I think it it kind of lands more in the thriller.
0: Suspense thriller, suspense for sure. Suspense
1: thriller. Kind but of. there were, I, I don't know. There were elements. There were elements, for, for sure. For sure. I think jump the,
0: scares. There were jump
1: scares. There was a lot of gore. There I'm, was. There wasn't a ton but there was a lot. We didn't even tell you guys the ending shot, right. which was
0: what they did to the main instructor who owned the school. Yeah. Not only did they cut his arms off. They cut his legs off mm-hmm. and they sewed his mouth shut. Yeah. And made him watch them play, play their perfect duet in the reformed chapel. Yeah. With the perfect
1: acoustics and that's how it ended yeah it was it was a very satisfying ending i I felt very vindicated in that i i felt like it wrapped up really nicely
0: what i didn't purchase i i always leave movies with questions for sure so i'm like oh allison williams had to get her arm amputated and they didn't ask oh who stabbed through your arm and you know (laughs) Whatever. You they know you the, have to report gunshots right. and whatnot. And that's why a lot of in movies they're like, We can't go to the hospital because then I have to report a gunshot. So you
1: walk into the hospital with like your arm literally like shredded and they're yeah. not like, What happened? Yeah, and
0: then how did they cut his arms and legs off and stitch it that well, like, without
1: him dying? Maybe one of them went to medical school before they were a cellist. Well,
0: <laughs> I mean Allison Williams character did take care of her mom when she was sick but I doubt that that taught her how to do stitches on
1: an amputee right cauterization maybe I, mean, oh, no. I don't know I mean there, there are always going to be loose ends and things but I mean all in all I thought this movie was was pretty good it, it, it was the perfection <laughs> so the next movie we're going to talk about um, I really love uh, this movie I saw this movie a while ago um but it's still like kind of it left an impression on me mostly because i was really not expecting a lot of what happened in it um and it <laughs> my cousin actually told me to watch it because my cousin like me is really into movies and and he said, you know, have you seen The Invitation? And I said, no, what's that? He was like, it's on Netflix. You need to watch it. The ending is crazy. I was like, okay, whatever. So it's got um, Logan Marshall Green, who I always call him the Tom Hardy look like. That's what we said. Because he looks like Tom Hardy. Um, So...
0: I didn't quite see it with his long hair and facial big beard. Right. I didn't really see it until they did some flashbacks, and I was like, "What?"
1: Yeah, I, I every time I see him, I'm always like, "That guy looks like Tom Hardy," <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, feel like it would be like you could play the game like Tom Hardy or Logan Marshall Green, and uh, I forget what movies was he in that Aww. I, I feel like, oh, he was in Upgrade. Um I haven't seen that. That was that was he like wakes up and he's like a robot essentially. Well, um, I have to watch it, I guess. He was also in Prometheus. Uh he was um the main girl, uh Numi Rapace's husband who gets the in the xenomorph infection and dies. Quit talking to me like I've seen this movie. You've never seen Prometheus? No, never. Wow. Okay. It's not very good. <laughs> ever seen it? I mean, honestly, oh, it's not that good. if you like Alien, like, I love Alien. I love the movie Alien. That is also one of my husband's all-time favorite movies. Mm. Um, this is kind of like the prequel, or it's like a sequel to Alien, but not really kind of thing. It's, it's weird. It, I, I don't even know how to describe it. I don't remember, actually, if it's a prequel or a sequel. I don't remember. Anyways, um, he's in Prometheus. I do remember him in that he's and he's kind of one of those guys that you know you've seen him before and you're like I know I've seen you in movies but I don't remember which ones. <laughs> um, but it also has, um, let's see, it's got Michael Hughesman, Tammy Blanchard, John Carroll Lynch, which is in. He's also in a lot of movies that people are like I know that guy, yeah, but you hey, don't you. You, you don't know what he's from, yeah. Um, those were kind of the people that I at least recognize, yeah. Um. Because I know that, um, I think Michael Huseman is in... He was um, in Game of
0: Thrones.
1: Yes, he was in Game of Thrones. That's mm-hmm. right. Um, he was also in Age of Adelaide, which I sort oh, of saw. God, and I love that movie. he was in Haunting of Hill House.
0: Yeah, he was. He was the Ryder brother, right? Yes, yeah, he was. Yeah, I was like, I was yelling at the TV. I was like, he was in that haunting movie. <laughs> the, the haunting of something. haunting movie. And then it... Fast forward, like, three beats. It was like, oh, Haunting of Hill House. Yeah. The movie that made me, like, turn on all my lights oh, as soon as I like, went God. upstairs. We're
1: going to... We'll talk about that. Sorry, it
0: wasn't a movie. It was a
1: show. We'll talk about that in another episode because that, Ugh. I feel like, needs its own...
0: I think it needs multiple episodes. Right. That was Jesus. a lot.
1: So, this movie... Um, uh, <laughs> kind of, to me, is at some points, it, it was a little slow. Um, but... It was a lot slow. I was really? like,
0: well, so it was, ex- it starts out, they hit a coyote and I'm like, right. oh, this is a precursor. Foreshadowing. <laughs> Turns out, no. Uh, but anyways. I so- hate
1: that. I hate when plot points happen where, like, they hit a coyote and you're like, oh, wow, that's probably foreshadowing something. Yeah. And then they never circle back around to it. And you're like, what was the point of that? Yeah. it It had no point. But it's basically... Um, uh, Will, who is Mr. Green's character, um, he and his new girlfriend are going to a dinner at the Hollywood Hills home of his ex-wife. Awkward, and um, her new husband, which I was like,
0: uh, and all of their friends, and all that their friends used to be their friends when they were couple friends, right? And I'm like. I would not have done that.
1: No. That, I mean, and honestly, to me, that just sounds suspect from the very beginning. Like, if my ex, whatever, invited me to a party, I'd be like, You gonna try and kill me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would be like my first thought.
0: Well, and since you already kind of have that in your mind, everything that Will's, ca- or, you know, the character Will, everything he comes up with to be skeptical about, you're like, Hell yeah, like, you should be Dude. skeptical of that. And then they make it so it's not something to be skeptical of. They
1: explain. So
0: you're like, oh, well, now I feel bad for feeling like that. And even his character was like, I'm sorry, I feel
1: so bad. And and that's really like, it's so manipulative. And I love it because horror movies that manipulate you, or just movies in general that manipulate you into feeling a certain way and then tricking you and being like, no, you should feel this way. But then everything that you thought in the beginning was right. And you're like, why didn't I trust my instincts?" <laughs> and, I mean, so they go to this dinner party. And that one of, um, because basically they were divorced. Um, Eden and Will got divorced because their son died. Um, he was young. And he died very soon, suddenly, but it was accidental. And... They never
0: actually said, like, showed how he died.
1: No, they just kept alluding that he was dead and that it was an accident. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Eden met her new husband, David, at a grief support group. Mm-hmm. So, and and the party that they're having is the first time that any of their friends have seen the couple in over two years. So they're kind of like, yeah, "Okay, Eden and David Eden and David, yeah, yeah not will and his yeah. new girlfriend Kira, I think is what her name is, mm-hmm. so when they show up, um David and Eden's dinner guests are like all friends of theirs, and um you know they and and so then Eden introduces this random girl named Sadie that they met while they were in Mexico, and that she's like staying with them. And so and you're kind of a
0: lot of fun together. Yeah,
1: and you're like, oh, they're swingers. Yeah. Like th- that in my mind I was like, Oh, I, I know what you guys do. <laughs> I saw this on an episode of CSI. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that happens, you're like, Okay, that's kind of weird, but whatever. Um, and so then through the evening, Will kind of just wanders around the house. That used to be his, mind you. That used to be his house. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of wandering around there, and he's, he's like having all these memories, yeah, and, and he you know some of them are related to his son's death, um and then apparently Eden attempted suicide um after uh ty that's their son's name after he died um she attempted suicide in the kitchen, and um so i mean it it was really that that whole part kind of was odd to me i mean i get it i know why he's doing it it's you know the first time he's been to his house in a while and you know you you when you get into spaces that you you know have memories and you kind of you know relive those memories and but i don't know i felt like that part kind of dragged a little bit for me Mm -hmm. um so then uh what happens after that um the dinner
0: part or no they show him the video
1: um, oh, no, they're weird. That other guy, oh that uh, Pruitt, I think, shows up, and uh, Will notices that David locked the front door, mm-hmm. and he was like, oh, that's fucking weird. Um, but it's
0: not just a lock. Not like a deadbolt or a twist-turn lock. It's a key. Yeah, it's like, a key. It's a key. He turns it and then puts it in his pocket like fucking the butler
1: from Clue. Yeah. And, and like, so where's then- that
0: going? It's in my
1: so then <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> so then they, David and Eden tell them that they've joined a group. And at this point, I'm like, "Oh, this is a cult movie. yep, Th- this, cult this, movie. This is a cult movie, <laughs> which I have a really morbid, weird fascination with cults. I find them to be super interesting. Um, I wrote a paper on cult leaders when I was in college. Um, I studied psychology, so the mentality behind cult leaders has always fascinated me. And so I, I was like, fuck yeah, it's a cult movie. <laughs> um, so they joined this group called The Invitation. Hmm. They said the title of the movie <laughs> in the movie. <laughs>
0: um,
1: and so basically, it's they're working through their grief using spiritual philosophy. So David is showing everyone a video which is our group leader, Dr. Joseph is comforting a dying woman and she's like, she's dying. And so he's comforting her. And then, um, you know, it, it, it's weird. It's weird. And then, so then at some point, David is turning away some visitors and he says that they're just strangers that are looking for a party, you know, nearby. And you're like, okay, that was weird. Something's going on here.
0: Yeah, and they never circle back to that. They
1: either. <laughs> That's another thing that happens, Ugh. and I was like, "Okay, wh- who are those people?" <laughs>
0: who are you?
1: Um. So then they play this game that I have never heard of before. It was called "I want." I want. Yeah, it oh, was. Yeah, I remember that. It was super weird, and at in this point, this guy Pruitt that is is in this group with David and Eden and Sadie as well. He confesses to killing his wife mm-hmm. and doing time in prison and everybody's like um what? <laughs> and one of the girls is like I wanna leave. Like mm-hmm. I don't wanna be around this anymore, and then one of the guys at the party's like no stay. Which Dad. I Oh that's right. And so then Will confronts David about something. Um,
0: probably about the locked door probably
1: again. and then so Claire essentially leaves with Pruitt whose car is blocking hers and so Will's like okay and he watches this guy take her out of sight and like talk to her and then and then so this is one of the first moments that David's like Will you're too suspicious mm-hmm. and and Will's like oh sorry you yeah. know like he, he makes him feel bad which this is a manipulation tactic yeah he said, He's like, you're being too suspicious, blah, blah, blah. And Will's like, you're this right. This is
0: my house. Yeah. You're acting this way in my house. I'll act how I want in my house. You'll follow my rules when you're in my house. Right.
1: And so he's like, you know what? I'm sorry, kind of thing. Um, so then they have dinner. And during dinner, Will is, like, reflecting on Ty's death, which I'm like, this is an odd time to do that, dude. You're at dinner. Why are you doing this? I <laughs> this think, is really I think about
0: my son's death whenever I want. Right.
1: I felt like he was like, you know, this broccoli is really good, but my son is dead. It's <laughs> just like I, I don't really. This is not the right time to do that, but okay, whatever. Um. So then he's like walking through a hallway, and he sees Sadie make like super weird faces in a mirror, which yeah. which was weird. I was like, what? What and is they doing never that?
0: Circle back to they that never that circle
1: anymore. back to that either. And then they have this like conversation next to the pool outside, um, and. Then Will talks to another guy that's at the party about the really odd atmosphere in the house, which I'm like, finally somebody's like addressing this. That shits just feels weird. It just feels odd. Um, and then uh, he finally Will like fi- this whole time he hasn't had cell sit. He hasn't had cell service, and so he finally gets a signal and gets a voicemail from um, th- one of the guys at the party that was late. Choi. Choi, that's right. And Mm -hmm. that he was on the doorstep um, but like
0: about to go into the party. About to
1: go into the party, but he never showed up there. Kind of thing. And so, Will starts to think that David and Eden may have done something to him. And so, Will like, you know, straight up comes out and he's like, yo, what the fuck do you do him? You guys are in a cult. Like, you know, this is obviously a cult kind of thing. Um, just go in hammer I mean, he really, like, just, like, loses his shit. And he's, like, this brainwashing. And then Choi shows up. <laughs> explaining that he was called away to work and Will is, like, super embarrassed. And then the, all the others assume that it's because he's had, you know, this residual death over Ty. And now he's behaving irrationally. And so it's kind of also one of those movies where you think... Like, the character is going crazy, and people are trying to make him believe that he's crazy. They're, like, gaslighting him, essentially. Yeah. And it's it's super messed and up. And that's
0: what I thought, too. I thought, oh, my gosh, he's the one that's going to go crazy. Right. And he's going to end up killing everybody when, really, it was, like, an innocent dinner party. Right. Yeah.
1: That's, that's kind of the the way that I was thinking, too. But, but there was something about this whole, like, the couple and the cult that I just couldn't put my finger on quite yet. But Will eventually finds this laptop, and... It's got information about the invitation or this, you know, group and their motives. And it's basically to create peace through death. Mm-hmm. So David's pouring drinks for all the guests <laughs> and Will, like, loses his shit. He, like, smashes all the glasses. And then one yeah, of the he's girls... yelling at everybody not to drink He it. is because he thinks they're all poison. Yeah. And then Gina, one of the girls at the party, drinks hers before Will smashes it. And then Sadie attacks Will... And Will- She's like, you ruined everything! Yeah, and then Will, like, knocks her unconscious. And I was like, good for you, dude. Like, that girl was- I crazy.
0: thought he killed her, though. I did,
1: too. I actually thought he did, too. Well, cause it was her temple. Yeah.
0: I was like, oh.
1: And so, Gina then collapses and dies. And then that reveals that Will was right and that the guests were poisoned. Mm-hmm. So then, David, Eden, and this Pruitt guy attack the rest of the guests. And, they, and then it's, like,
0: them just trying to kill everybody.
1: Yeah. So, essentially, Will, Kira, his girlfriend, and then Tommy, one of the guys in the party, they they get away from the house. Um, Will overhears Eden, um, or David telling Eden that they're, like, that them doing this was the only way that they could leave Earth and be freed from pain. And and Will, um, he gets, like, a fireplace poker, doesn't he?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, um...
0: Yeah, he got it from Sadie, who died on the couch. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. She says she drank
1: the poison, and she yeah. was like, "Okay, bye." Um, and then that Pruitt guy attacks Will and Kira. Yeah. Um. Which, but Kira, amazing! I know. Good job, Kira. She she kicked ass. I was like, "Yes, girl, get it." Um. But they overpower him, and then she beats him to death. She does. Like she she had
0: a uh, bottle of wine. That's what it was. Yeah. She and kept she was hitting like, him in the head, and I yelled at the screen. Yes, yelled, girl! One
1: more time! <laughs> So then um Eden that bitch uh shoots Will and yeah. herself in the stomach and so she severely wounds herself but she doesn't kill herself.
0: Kind of with him too. He just got it in the
1: shoulder. Yeah. Which... Um and Tommy attacks David and stabs him to death, so that was good. Um so when Eden is dying, she asks Will to come to her in her final moments. Um Kira Will and Tommy, they all get together and then they get outside um
0: layer on the lawn basically. yeah layer on
1: the lawn. lawn and so they hear sirens and they see helicopters and then he this is the part that fucked me up like it fucked me up really bad so in their backyard they had this red lantern mm-hmm. that at one point i believe david goes out and he lights, lights it and yeah. lights it so he's this is in the hollywood hills and if you've never been to anywhere in hollywood but you know there's a lot of homes that are built into the hillsides and if you're standing on somebody's, you know, back lawn, you can see all these different houses. So they're standing there and they're staring off into the hills and all of these same red lanterns are lit in all these different houses. And he realizes that Los Angeles is now just completely and totally erupting in chaos as all these different cult members are carrying out mm-hmm. the, the the invitation or the plan or whatever. Yeah. And that, I, I literally, I remember I was sitting, I think I watched this in my bedroom because I was sitting in my bedroom and I had popcorn and I like threw the bowl down and popcorn goes everywhere. And I went, what? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh my God. Like, I I really was not expecting the ending.
0: Yeah. And that was, and then it faded to black. And then it faded
1: to black and you're like, done. Shit. Like it, but the thing that I really kind of freaked out about this movie was it felt like it could be real
0: oh it totally could have happened
1: like like I was sitting there going you know out of all of the things that we've ever heard about cults like Jonestown or you know the um why am I blanking on all of these names but just cults in general you know they have this one really insane ideology and people are brainwashed into it and they follow it and then you know they think, or like *Heaven's Gate* is a perfect example that they thought that they were literally going to catch, you know, they were going to ascend to a, a higher world on a meteor, you know. And it's like, and they all killed themselves. Mm-hmm. It was super crazy, you know. And, and so this felt like it was in the realm of possibility. And I find that horror movies that are in the realm of possibility are always
0: the ones that scare me The
1: ones that scare me. The, the ones most. that
0: scare me are the impossible. Really? Like, inanimate objects coming to life.
1: So, just so everybody knows, we'll probably touch on this uh a lot. <laughs> Christine hates dolls.
0: I hate dolls for reasons. Reasons being they're creepy as fuck and uh I read this book called The Dollhouse when I was in elementary school and it was about this girl who tortures these dolls because her parents are going through a divorce and like yelling at her and yelling at each other and uh, she ends up waking up one day in the dollhouse and the dolls torture her and I read this when I was like seven or eight years old thus and my sister collected china dolls and I was like they're gonna kill me. Like, that's how my seven, eight-year-old mind worked. I was like, these dolls are going to come to life and they're going to kill me. They're going to kill you. So, that carries over to adulthood. I'm a 32-year-old lady who hates dolls because she thinks that there is somehow, some way, that they will come to life and grab knives from the kitchen and chase her around. Um, Those are the things that scare me. We watched a movie, which we will review in later days. Uh, It is called... Called the Boy. Oh
1: God.
0: <laughs> we watched this together and Julie got to fully experience how I react.
1: Oh god, it was when amazing. I see
0: things that I think shouldn't be happening. Yeah. I was on the couch, like crouched, screaming. Yeah. And then when I figured out that it was a person and not an inanimate object, I was fine. Yeah.
1: It was it was actually really funny to see the transition of, you know, Fuck this doll! This this, oh my god! Ah! And then you know, finding out that it's actually—it's just a away, human being, and, a oh, human, whatever. And then she's like, "This movie's dumb."
0: Stuff that could actually happen doesn't really scare me, and then stuff that can't happen scares me.
1: See, I am kind of the exact opposite, but I also like—I will say that my the one movie I think that has scared me more than any movie in my entire life was The Ring. Not the Japanese version, but the American version. And the reason being... Which
0: was filmed here. Woo! It was.
1: It was filmed. We are actually... We're both from... Well, Christine's from Iowa. I am from Washington, but we both live in Washington. So it was filmed here in the great Pacific Northwest. Um, actually, some some places in downtown Seattle. Um, I'm also... I grew up on Whidbey Island, and a lot of that was filmed on Whidbey as well, and Port Townsend, which is... Really cool, um, but that movie came out when I was uh, seventh, a uh, 6th or 7th grader, I think.
0: Which is funny, because you're younger than me, and I remember driving home from that movie.
1: Really? What movie? What year did that come out? I don't remember. Pretty sure.
0: Either that or I'm thinking of The Grudge.
1: You might be thinking of The Grudge. <laughs> um, <laughs> They're very similar. Mm. Um, well, I
0: am older than you, but not by that much. Oh,
1: it Only came out in 2002, senior. so I was an 8th grader.
0: Okay. You are 8th grade, I was 10th grade.
1: Yeah. So that's it, it's a possibility. Yeah. Um, but I... So I... My we, room was in the basement yeah, of my parents' sense. house. And I had this little TV VCR in my room. And I... It was... It only would get static. But it could get some channels, but they were always staticky. And I was fixing the rabbit ears one night in my bedroom. And it was... My parents were gone. I was home alone. And right when I fixed the rabbit ears to actually get some reception, the trailer for the ring was playing on TV. And I was like, what the fuck is this? I like, I was really freaked out. So then it came to the super small theater that um, is on the South end of Woodby Island. It holds a hundred people and me and one of my other really good friends, who's also named Christine, went and saw it. And I remember going home and Unplugging my TV and moving it out of my room mm. because I did not want that creepy girl crawling out of the TV into my room and getting my carpet wet.
0: <laughs> no, you cannot get the carpet wet. Like,
1: I I don't know what it was about that movie. Maybe it was because the the scenery in it was so familiar. Mm. I think maybe that had something to do with it. Also,
0: I think that's why I like The Crazies so much. Yeah. It's filmed in Iowa. That's right. It was. And I love the movie The Crazies.
1: And, and that's the thing, though. Now, The Ring's, like, one of my favorite movies. Yeah. And I actually recently had an experience with it, which, which freaked me out. So um, I was watching it. We have a smart TV. And instead of watching my PlayStation, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to watch it on the smart TV. But the problem is our smart TV, sometimes you'll click on a selection And then the TV will just automatically turn off it and you have to turn it on and restart it. It's just a glitch in the TV. So I was home alone one night, my husband was working and I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch the ring. So I go in, I, you know, turn on Amazon, click the ring, get up, walk into the kitchen. And there's like a big column that kind of is in the view of the TV and so I clicked it, and I didn't hear anything. And I was like, why isn't the movie playing? And I, like, leaned back, and my entire TV was static. Mm. And I was like, ah, uh, um, it, uh, hello? Ah, <laughs> uh, hello? <laughs> like, I <laughs> I was so freaked out. So I ran over, and I, like, turned the TV off. And I was sitting there, and I was like, okay. Samara's not real. She's not going to crawl out of my TV. <laughs> it really
0: sucks, because Samara is actually a really beautiful name.
1: Right? But now I will forever associate it with the creepy girl in the well. Yeah. Um, I believe in the Japanese version, her name is Sayako. Mm. And then the girl in the grudge, her name is Kayako, I think. Oh. Um, and if you guys, if you guys are uh, horror movie fans at all, and you like both of those movies... Um, and you don't mind subtitles, they're on um, Amazon on Shudder. They have a Sayako versus Kayaku movie, and it's actually pretty good. (laughs) So you can watch that. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Well, so we've talked about our movies. We talked about one more than I originally hoped for, but whatevs. Uh, Now we're going to move on to a segment called Fall topics. Fall topics. Fall topics. So, um, I just want to talk about one thing today, please. Just one thing for fall, each. Yes. Just each. But I'm putting a rule on it, Julie. Oh. You can't say Halloween. Shit. <laughs> no Halloween. You gotta say something other than Halloween.
1: Okay, you go first.
0: Pumpkin spice. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Can I just tell you, you guys can't see this. And we might turn the, this into a video podcast eventually, where there will be an audio podcast, but also a video podcast. But she just turned at me, gave me the weirdest look, and pumpkin
0: spice! <laughs> pumpkin spice! No, for serious. Uh, Starbucks has the pumpkin spice, what is it? Cream pumpkin spice? Pumpkin spice cream? Cold oh, the brew. cold brew.
1: Yeah. Ugh. Oh, so tasty. It's so
0: uh- tasty so good. I think it's honestly better
1: than a pumpkin spice latte.
0: Yeah.
1: It's really good.
0: I lick, like, you guys are gonna get nasty. I lick the cream off the lid. I
1: don't. (laughs) bet you do. I
0: don't even. I. It's really good. It's that good. Like, it's so good. So pumpkin spice. uh, I don't really do all the pumpkin spicy candles and cookies. I do make these really amazing uh, pumpkin chocolate chip cookies which is literally just a bag of spice cake mix, a can of pumpkin, and an entire uh, bag of chocolate chips. Dang. Oh, that sounds amazing. Uh, they're really good. I'll make them, and then we'll talk about them on the next podcast.
1: Yes! <laughs> See, <laughs> You'll this be is, like, these
0: are so these good. These are
1: so good. Um, so I'm going to say my, my fall topic is going to be um, the leaves. i know i know it's lame but honestly like i love when the leaves start to change okay but crunchy leaves crunchy leaves okay yes no i i need them to be like
0: the leaves in the parking lot
1: (laughs) (laughs) no i'm not talking about those gross ass wet leaves that are in the parking lot i'm talking like good crunchy leaves um i there are some really beautiful trees around here and Pacific Northwest Pacific Northwest Washington specifically and uh just when the leaves change and you can like go th- on a little brisk walk um and you get that crunchy leaves under the boots i think that's probably one of my favorite things about fall um i love to walk through cemeteries because i am weird and creepy and i live
0: ne- i live close to a cemetery you do i forgot to tell you
1: but you, you already knew apparently yeah I know where Don't pretty much all the major cemeteries are no. around this area. You're like, I already took her. No, we did a séance. <laughs> <last laughs> we, we um, no, I I love walking around cemeteries. I find something very peaceful about it, and in fall specifically, yeah, you know the leaves are changing, and it's just it's a very peaceful place. So that's my fall topic. Okay, fine. So now we're gonna do a segment that I. Personally, love because I buy a lot of dumb shit on Amazon. So we are gonna do Amazon purchase of the week.
0: Amazon purchase of the week.
1: Yeah, there you go. Um, so we're gonna talk about the really the the all the stupid things we bought on Amazon this week. Um, I only bought one thing. So
0: you only bought one thing. Yeah, I envy you. Yeah. Hang on,
1: I gotta pull up my Amazon to actually. You talk about your okay. Thing you so I. <laughs> In the morning, I when I get up, I don't like to just, like, put on my pajamas again because TMI, I sleep naked because I get really hot when I sleep. Um, but I bought a robe. A robe? A fuzzy robe a or fuzzy a silky hair robe? I have a silky robe, and I hate it. <laughs> no. <laughs> because uh, it... It's leopard print and I lost the tie to it. And so mm. it, like, I have to hold it closed, which sucks. Um, but I did. I bought a big, really fluffy robe. It's gray and I believe it's fleece. Mm. And so I, because I like to get up and come out here and make my tea and then go put my clothes on and get ready. I do my makeup at work, but I, I like to. Do that so then when I leave, I can have all my stuff and I can get out the door because I leave so
0: early in the morning. How many stars?
1: Um, you know, out of five, out of five, I would say like four. Four stars, four stars, not bad. Four stars. Okay, so how many things did you buy?
0: One, two, three, four, five, six this week. Okay, this week. This right. week, right. we're only doing for the week. That's true. Yeah. Um. So we recently ordered a new bed frame to be put into our spare room. Not only is my dad coming to stay with us, uh, my partner's mom and stepdad are also coming to stay with us, uh, this month as well. And I wanted a nice bed for them to sleep on, so we ordered a new bed frame on Wayfair.com. Um. But what I didn't get on Wayfair was uh a bed skirt, and bed sheets. So I got those on sale on
1: Amazon. So can I stop you for a minute? Why? I didn't know that people still use bed skirts.
0: <laughs> I I wasn't going to get one, but my partner really wanted me
1: to get one. That's for, so
0: weird. To, like, hide, because we're going to get under the bed boxes. Okay, and...
1: all right. I mean, I I get then why, like, I remember having bed skirts on my bed when I was little. <laughs> But I honestly can't say that I have had a bed skirt on my bed since I was, like,
0: Oh, no. 10. <laughs> well, and the bed that we have in our master bedroom does not require a bed skirt. Right. It's a gigantic bed frame. Yes. And it is wonderful and beautiful and all things good. Um, so, yeah. Bought a bed skirt and some bed sheets. I was in really dire need of some new gray tennis shoes to wear to work. Very specific. And, yeah, gray. Gr- dark gray. But okay. not not just any kind of gray. I have to have dark gray because it's like I'm wearing right. Lulus right now, and um, they're dark gray. Uh, so I like for my shoes to match my leggings that I wear to work. Uh, I also got a simple human trash can that hangs on the interior or the exterior of a cupboard door i know i so our kitchen is a u-shape and there is no space for a trash can so we always end up pulling one in and putting it in front of the dishwasher it's really annoying right um so i got it originally to go under or go inside the cupboard but it doesn't fit because our cupboards (laughs) are too small i was gonna (laughs) <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, no, I have to return it. So, but then I hung it on the outside and I was like, oh, this Perfect. actually is fine. Perfect. And we barely open uh, one of the cupboards because it has all of our Tupperware in it. So right. we like don't open it every single day. Right. So I hung it on the outside and I also ordered the Simple Human um uh, trash bags, because they only fit the Simply mm. Right. It's a whole thing, and they did it on purpose. Wait, they have
1: to have their own trash bags?
0: Yeah. I mean, you can use the other ones, they just don't fit as well. See, I hate shit like that. Yeah, that's I, how they get you.
1: It is how they get you, because, get like, ya. I I hate when I have to have, like, well, you bought this, so now you have to have this to go with it kind of thing. Mm-hmm, that yeah. always makes me, like, What? Why can't
0: I have this? I'm pretty sure we won't. I mean, once they run out, then we'll probably not order it again. But I wanted to see how it works. And it's actually really hard to get it on there. Um, (laughs) Whatever. Don't be gross. Uh. Um, And then the best purchase of the week was a wheel for my chinchilla,
1: Pennywise.
0: Pennywise. Penny, Pennywise, uh, to run on because she deserves more exercise than just running around. So I ordered her this wheel and in the picture it's purple but what showed up was a blue wheel which whatever it's fine. Um but yeah, she needed some more exercise, but she's a 5-year-old rescue chinchilla who uh has never run on a wheel before.
1: I was going to so, say has she figured that out yet? Not yet. Not yet. No, she's I... still like
0: what is it? What are this? Shout out Jenna Marbles. Um So she, I took a video of her. It's on my Instagram. Uh, I might upload it to uh, the Best Friends Horror Story Instagram just because it's so damn cute. It really is. Uh, And it shows off two of my three animals that I have in my house. Christine has a menagerie, by the way. And they're all different species. Mm -hmm. So I have Denali the Bearded Dragon. He will be four this year. Uh, I have a five-year-old rescue chinchilla who we've had for barely four weeks uh and i also have a two and a half year old female great day named freya so denali penny
1: and freya i have no
0: pets (laughs) and you come to my house i
1: i call christine's pets my tart my timeshare pets uh, Yes. because i walk freya a couple times a week and um i since we don't have any pets it's kind of like they're they're my pets too i've i've known freya since christine and jason got her and she was
0: just a teeny tiny little puppy. She was just a little 13 and a half pound nugget.
1: Now she's a And now she's monster. 110
0: pounds and amazing. She's a monster. She's amazing love, in every way. I
1: love her to death.
0: <laughs> but like you,
1: she's a lot. I know, she is a lot.
0: All right, well, that about wraps up our first ever Best Friends Horror Story podcast. It I is. hope you guys enjoyed it. Um... I can't tell you to click subscribe, can I? Yes? I mean, no? you can.
1: Honestly, hey! if you guys want to hit the whatever it is, follow, invite, because this is going to be posted on a download. couple platforms, download, whatever. Please do it. Um, and then uh, please give us a follow on Instagram, best friends, horror stories. Um, and horror then, story, not horror story. God, reads. see, this is the worst thing for me. <laughs> I always mess up on this.
0: <laughs> best friends, horror story on Instagram
1: yes you'll get to check us out and then um we both have our own individual instagrams mine is living dead girl Jewels. and i'm not sharing mine okay <laughs> christine's not sharing hers you you can come follow me um so thank you guys for coming to listen to us um we're gonna try and post uh what every other week every other we'll week we'll
0: see how it goes we'll see how you like us yeah
1: see how you like us maybe every other week Depending on how things go, um, this could end up being audio visual podcast, depending on what So you guys can see my awesome facial so, expressions. So you can see her facial expressions, which are always we both wear our expressions on our faces, like ridiculous. Yeah. But part of
0: my sleeve expressions on my face.
1: <laughs> but thank you guys so much for listening and we will talk to you soon. Okay, bye. Bye.